we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, an antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to the programme. First of all, a reminder for those of you attempting to join in with these games at home to pull the curtains before you start. <laughs> while the BBC curtains are being closed, let me introduce the two teams. Barry Cryer and Graham Garden on my left. And Willie Rushton and Tim Brooke-Taylor on my right. Well, those of you at home should have started scoring by now, so let's give the teams in the studio a, a chance to catch up with the first round, which is the one that's called Censored Songs. I'm going to ask each of you to sing a song, and during the song it will be your task to censor by means of a buzzer. Any words you consider will outrage public decency or frighten the horses. And we're going to start with you, Tim and Willie, and your song is Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. A medley of. A medley of, <coughs> right. Ding dong, ding ling dong, where the steeple bells ever quite so gay. Wonderful, wonderful. But <laughs> so beautiful, wherever <laughs> you may be. We ain't yet, but I'm willing to bet you're the gal for me. Bless your beautiful, you're just as good as don't know your name, but I'm mistaken, my bless your is crossed. <laughs> going, going, oh, which sets your senses in a whirl. Going, going, tooting up to go and a girl. Oh, it's fun to shoot a gun. A rabbit on the run find <laughs> it's twice as sporting going Oh, a barnyard is busy in a regular tizzy And the obvious reason is because of the season My nature's lyrical with her yearly miracle Right, and with Colin Sell at the piano providing the accompaniment again for you, uh, Barry and Graham, you're going to sing... It's a selection it's a from, selection selection from, from yes. The Wizard of Oz. We're off to the wizard, <laughs> the wonderful wizard of Oz. We hear he is a, a whiz, if ever a whiz there was. If ever a whiz there was, the wizard of Oz is one because, 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 because. Because of the wonderful he does. <laughs> I could while away the hours conferring with the flowers, consulting with the rain. And my I'd be scratching while my hatching if I only had a <laughs> some <laughs> over the rainbow blue 
know why can't I If happy little bluebirds Beyond the rainbow Why, oh why can't So by the applause of the audience, uh, Graham and Barry slightly ahead on that round. We go on to a, uh, a round uh, which is... Oh, no, we don't. Who's in the chair next week? <laughs> Who's in the chair this week? <laughs> this is... Before we go on to that round, I must tell you, teams, that you must think up uh, late arrivals for the Drunkard's Ball. And I shall ask oh. you to... Announce them later. Relevant. The Drunkard's Ball. Can we give his real name? <laughs> <laughs> I'd never right. mention you on the programme. <laughs> now we actually do go on to the next round, which is called a right pair. In this round, one team pretends to be a pair of something. <laughs> We've cast them. Something like Hammer and Tongs or Marshall and Snellgrove. Oh oh, and they give the other team a clue, and they have, the other team have ten questions in which to guess. And our audience uh, here in the studio is being informed of this on a blackboard, and you listening at home will hear our mystery voice. Stuff and nonsense. And that describes what Barry and Graham are going to do. Barry and Graham, you're going to start giving your clues right away. We're abstract. We're, we're very abstract. Barry, are you the first of the two? Yes, I am, yes. Always would be. Knew it yeah. would be. Um, are you uh, mineral? Could be. <laughs> well, very abstract. Very abstract. Mineral as you can get for an abstract. Are you, are you hot or cold? <laughs> hot. Oh, yes, yeah. hot would uh, be uh, rather more of a help. He is hot. <laughs> I could be either, but... <laughs> Hot-ish. I think Helen High Water. I can't see Graham handling high water. You have eight questions left. <laughs> Graham, what are you? I'm. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's worth a try. Nearly, 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 nearly got me. <laughs> oh, God. Dodgy moment. I can't answer the question. You have what? seven questions. <laughs> We've got seven to go. Um, ugly, you didn't hear that. Barry? Yes. I have a derogatory phrase. I used to be, um, a long, long time ago, people used to utter this in a pejorative uh, context. <laughs> or wherever they happen to be at the time. <laughs> Not so much nowadays. It wouldn't be regarded as derogatory. Next week I shall be talking about it. <laughs> Tim, you've got six left. Graham, are you above or below the waist? <laughs> at the moment. In his case. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to say something there. It's, no, I can't really do it. I'm ready. Um, in my persona of the abstract word, of course, being above and below the waist is a question of a load of rubbish, really. <laughs> is it an expression we would use about you? When you hear what it is, yes. <laughs> now, you have four questions left. I don't think we're getting very near this, are we? No. Go home, no? <laughs> uh, let me tell you that the audience uh, might have applauded uh, Graham's last utterance. Yeah. Graham referred to your last question as a load of rubbish. Work on that line. Um. Uh, I think we're going to have to ask Stop Barry and Graham to tell you. Yes, what? yes, indeed. Oh, what? 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 
Too late. Too late. Too late. Too late. Humphrey already wound up that round. Yes. No, no. I think he's just got in under the bell. All right, I'm ahead of the running. <laughs> right, Tim and Willie. Now you have a you have a um, an abstract, not an abstract, but a, a pair to denote. Now it's been written Let up on the board. Fingers to oh. the chalking. And here it is. Here's this pair for you listening at home. Princess Anne and Mark Phillips. <laughs> now, uh, oh. We'll allow you a free question, Barry and Graham, uh, but, and I'll ask them whether it's abstract, ab ab abstract or <laughs> whatever the opposite is. It's, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. the opposite of abstract. <laughs> right, where you go, Barry? It's tangible. Highly. <laughs> Can't we have animal, vegetable or mineral? It's tangible. Or anything you can like have that. whatever you like, go. Barry. You, but it'll cost one mark each. One oh, well, we'll each. leave that out. So they're done. I got some tips from Anona Wynn. <laughs> Unsmokable. Now, um... <laughs> she always <laughs> Well, we're off to a racing start here. Uh, you, oh. You... Oh. A clue. Is the... Uh, oh, now, who shall I ask? What? Why did they I'll ask that? Willie. It's a motor racing context. <laughs> motor racing unofficially. <laughs> Unofficially motor racing. Is it another sort of racing officially? No. <laughs> You've got seven qu uh, questions left. Racing of a sort was helpful, don't hurry up, but it wasn't Racing of a sort. Racing. You don't hurry up, I'll have to Horses. dock you time for it. Um, uh, it's, a, it, it's a double to do with horses. Well, it's sticking your neck out since you've just had a clap on that already. <laughs> they have a multitude of other interests. Five to go. I'm a pioneer. They have a multitude of other interests. Fet and Lock. A couple no. to do with, with horses. Um, not the names of horses. Uh, parts of horses. Physical parts of horses. <laughs> In a strange roundabout way, but not really. No. Personally, Fuck. I've never been round neck, that way. But... Neck and cropper. Not physical parts of horses. No. no, no, don't run through the parts of horses, no. We can tell you that we are people. You are people. Oh, you are people. Oh, well done. Oh. <laughs> three, three questions left. No, not shanks and pony, no. Um, <laughs> Tim, are you a male person? Yes. <laughs> Is that a question or just a sort of private... <laughs> Two questions left. Will we blow the female person on Willie. I mean, is it? We do. Do we know it? Ah. Yes. No. No ah. need to bother. Uh, one question. Princess Anne and Mark Phillips. Oh. Oh. Good Lord. Very good. But as Tim and Willie had a clear Tim. round, uh, they're <laughs> slightly ahead. That's now we come to the popular game, and it's getting more and more popular as the weeks go by, Mornington Crescent. <laughs> and this time, teams, pay attention, this time, yellow only counts above the line. Oh. <laughs> and we'll start, oh, I think, great. on the right here with uh, Willie Rushton. Um, above the line, sorry, did you say? Yellow, yellow only counts above the line. Yeah. And I'm perfectly safe with Old Brompton Road. Humph. Yellow? Old Brompton no. Road? No. No. Uh, no? No. No way! <laughs> Fetter Lane. Uh, Morden. Pardon? Morden. Fleet Street. 
Oh. <laughs> Archway. <laughs> Broad Street. Mornington Crescent. Oh. 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 Walked into that one. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Very nice. Lambs to the slaughter. Got and to Tim admit, I took a dive. I'll let you in there. Excellent. Hate to say. Still, there's a chance to catch up next week. <laughs> we go on to words of one song to tune of another, which is a rather cryptic way of saying that I want each of you teams to sing the words of one song to the tune of another. <laughs> the tune will be provided on the piano by Colin Sell. Graham Garden now. Your words are the Lambeth Walk, and your tune is Land of Hope and Glory. <laughs> It's your turn, Tim, now. Your words are leaning on a lamppost. <laughs> so go, 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 go. <laughs> Speaking of which, speaking of which, can I have five minutes? And the tune is, I am the very model of a modern major general. <laughs> leaning on a lamp, may you be think I look a tramp. Oh, you may think I'm hanging round to steal a, a, a car, but no, I, I'm not a crook, and if you think that's what I look, I'll tell you why I'm here and what my motives are. I'm leaning on a lamppost at the corner of the street, in case a sudden little lady comes by. Oh, me oh my, I hope that little lady comes by. <laughs> She'll get away. She doesn't always get away. One more time. Nursey's <laughs> <laughs> out of bed again. I hope the little lady is not a person I would wait for. But this one I'd break any day for. I won't have to ask what she's late for. That wasn't even Gilbert O. Sullivan. <laughs> Since the uh, audience was obviously overcome with that rendering, that <laughs> means another round to Tim and Willie. Oh. We're now going to do the game Adlib Poem, in which the teams are going to make up a poem with some small assistance from myself. Each team member must keep going after I give them the opening line until I press the buzzer, like that, and then a member of the opposing team must take over. This goes on until the natural artistic conclusion is reached. <laughs> or unless my buzzer short circuits. Now, the first line of the poem, and I'm going to give it to Tim Brooke Taylor to start, oh, is this. It was early in the morning 
when a gang of racecourse nobblers... <laughs> they were all, in fact, shoemakers. You might even call them cobblers. They went round to Epsom to find the horses there. Then found that it was shut, so decided to go elsewhere. They finished up at Kempton on a very rainy day. With a bucket full of hypodermics covered with light hay. <laughs> Needle in a haystack. For the one they sought to nobble was the favourite in the derby. Oh, good. <laughs> it was so funny, it could have been written by John Esmond and Bob Larby. <laughs> they took... What about Russell Howard? television writers. <laughs> writers of The Good Life get some in another very successful series, sorry. Thank you, Barry. They took their nefarious bucket around to the back of the racetrack, but lost their hypodermic like a needle in a haystack. Oh, oh subtle stuff, what? Oh. On the lookout for the favourite, they hurried round the stables. But they tripped over on their faces across the TV cables. For the next day, the race was to begin. It was a famous race. <laughs> and round the corner, they did scurry. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm finished yet. Two oh, minutes. I've got a case yet. Go ahead, Tim. Carrying their case. For in this case, as you must know... <laughs> you always tell he's panicking when he gets louder. For in this case, as you must know... If anyone the sees the poem, will they hand it to <laughs> Sorry, Tim, I didn't sorry, hear it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Barry, <laughs> Barry, don't interrupt. I'm sorry. Please. I was... But before they uh, got to the racehorse, they decided to have a binge. <laughs> but when they got in the stable, it was enough to make a man cringe. No. We've had binge and cringe and syringe already. Don't interrupt him. Don't interrupt, please. <laughs> Where are the runners? They all cried. Where can all the runners be? <laughs> and someone came up and said, They're at Shoreham on the sea. <laughs> they jumped into their limousine and rushed down to the coast. They enjoyed a charming tea of crumpet and buttered toast. <laughs> but they went back to the station to return to Epsom Downs. And they were now all worried men, their faces <laughs> creased with frowns. For the race would start at half past two, and ten past it was right now. Their problem was and to the, get there. And all they had was a cow. <laughs> Another form of transport <laughs> they tried to find just then. And they were very lucky, because along came a hen. <laughs> cluck, cluck it went, and cluck again, because that's what chickens do. And cluck, 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 and cluck, cluck, cluck. You must agree, it's true. <laughs> but then they finally realised their plan was yet still born. They couldn't travel anywhere. Because their begins go on. <laughs> well, the winner of that one, artistically and in every other way, was Barry Cryer, which gives them at least one round. At least. Yes. And we go on to the next round, which is Sounds Peculiar in which we give each member of each team a sound effect and he has to identify it. And I will 
awarding marks as to how accurate his identification is. And we start with you, Tim. Here's your sound effect. A mass, a mass christening of the London Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> Ten out of ten. I'd like to apologise to Mr. Cohen, the third violinist. Who... <laughs> <laughs> okay, His Barry Cry, here's your sound effect. The Morse of the Year show. <laughs> Puts me on the spot because that was rather better than Tim's. Twelve out of ten. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Willie Rushton, oh. here's your sound effect. That's that's R two D two Vindaloo. <laughs> So I can check. I like to check on that. Can we have the sound effect once again, please? Oh. <laughs> the last cries of Daft Ada. <laughs> oh, can we have the bill, please? <laughs> It can't have been anything else. It's got to have been there. No wonder there are no other customers left. <laughs> right, here's your sound effect, Graham Gardner. Chipati, though. It must have been Captain Mark Phillips getting the milk. Don't bother to hear that one again. No. <laughs> Can we hear our two details so, again? Oh. Teams, we've come up to the last round now when I invite you to give your late arrivals for the drunkard's ball. And I'll tell you before you start that the score is absolutely level. <laughs> and therefore, there's all to play for. Will you welcome, please? Oh, yeah. To the drunkard's ball. This is all. Alpha Pinterbilla. Oh, dear. And his son, Shandy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to be sick outside. <laughs> <laughs> you just reminded me of something. There's the famous guitarist Sigovia Carpet. <laughs> yeah, hot from the newsroom, the Legless family, with their son, Y. Dryden Legless. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Taz Newt. <laughs> and their son, Piers. <laughs> and his parrot, Littick. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Steurer Bitters and their son, Angus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, there's Titus Andronicus. So it is. <laughs> Here come the Rium tree men and their daughter Delilah are in the tree. <laughs> the hair of the Samson will put her right. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Another one, Pleesh, and their son Oliver, another one, Pleesh. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Pink Elephant's flying around the room, or am I drunk? And their, <laughs> their son, Arthur Pink Elephant's flying around the room. All the way from South America. Ah, oh, welcome. Mr. and Mrs. Overday 8, and their son, Juan Overday. <laughs> oh, look, there's Duncan Disorderly. <laughs> With Wild Bill Hiccup. <laughs> oh, there's Annie Briate. <laughs> oh, she's with Alcoholic, too. And their daughter, Brenda Liza. <laughs> Mr. Mrs. Welcome some. I'm sorry. No, sorry. No, after you, please. No, please. Swing door jammed. Yes. <laughs> welcome some little people, please. The Teeny Biancos and their mother, Martini Bianco. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Sot with their daughter. <laughs> who's still waiting outside in a cab, known to us all as in-taxi-kate. Will you please welcome some rather spoiled sportish people. Mr. and Mrs. You're not going to have another one, and their daughter, Shirley, you're not going to have another one. Oh, my favourite girl, Hetty Percent Proof. <laughs> and, of course, a distinguished visitor from the court of King Arthur. Sir Osis of the Liver. <laughs> At which point, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I can tell you, well, you won't need to know, those of you who've been keeping the score at home, <laughs> that you've won. There's Mr. and Mrs. Port and their auntie, fine old Ruby. <laughs> And that, and that owl, <laughs> Tawny. <laughs> Not to mention Mr. and Mrs. Polichella and their daughter Val Polichella. Exchanging a joke with Crystal Cream. <laughs> no. Well, as you realise, one or two more marks have been scored during that exchange, but they don't really make any difference to the score, so I'll say from all of us this week, goodbye. Barry Cryer, Graeme Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor and William Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Geoffrey Perkins. <laughs>